The Sonoma County Sheriff's Office is helping out Santa with a toy drive. Last Friday, deputies hosted a toy drive called Pack a Patrol Car, where community members donated unwrapped toys for underprivileged kids this holiday season. Volunteers helping oversee the donations, including sheriff's deputies, the Knights of Sonoma County, and Miss Sonoma County herself, Katie Horger. Over 200 toys were donated during the event, and if you want to donate an unwrapped toy, you can do so at the Sheriff's Office until December 15th during normal business hours. Stores are trying to keep up with the demand for over-the-counter cold and flu medication. Demand for the remedies are rising because of the triple-demic of the flu, COVID, and RSV. Requests for children's medication are also extremely high. A spokesperson for Johnson & Johnson said, some products may be less readily available due to this increased demand, but we are not experiencing an overall shortage of children's Tylenol in the United States. Health officials said it's not a good idea to stockpile medication because of expiration dates. Here's a good reason to stay home tomorrow night. The ABC docuseries Superstar premiered last year with each one-hour episode about a different celebrity, and last year's lineup included Whitney Houston, Kobe Bryant, Robin Williams, and Patrick Swayze. Season 2 starts tomorrow, and the first episode is all about the great Reba McIntyre. It includes guest appearances by Dolly Parton, Carrie Underwood, Miranda Lambert, Luke Combs, Winona Judd, Luke Bryan, Darius Rucker, and Dirk Bentley. The best of Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. It's Amber and Tanner On Demand on Froggy 92.9. What's the most thoughtless holiday present you have ever received? According to the Daily Mail, here are the top five gifts to not give during the holiday season. At number five, weed killer. <laughs> I mean, that seems kind of obvious, right? I don't know one person that would ever want weed killer for the holidays. If that person is you, please let us know. Facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. And number four, weight loss pills. <laughs> that, that is not subtle <laughs> with that gift. And number three on the list of holiday presents that are thoughtless, a toilet plunger. And number two, plants. And the number one most thoughtless holiday present are out-of-date chocolates. So I was 11 going to talk about my thoughtless holiday present that I received. I was 11 when my aunt forgot to get me a Christmas gift. We always had a big family get together on Christmas Eve with all the cousins, all the grandparents, everybody. And apparently my aunt Denise went to the pantry and got me Ritz crackers. <laughs> she said, your mother said you're obsessed with these. And I was like, Ritz crackers? I mean, I guess. <laughs> I don't know anyone that loves Ritz crackers enough to get a Christmas present for it, but hey, you never know. And, you know, my cousins got Legos, they got cool toys, and I got Ritz crackers. It's hilarious to me now because I've forgotten to give people holiday gifts before as well, and you panic at the last minute and just grab anything that you can. Brittany from Santa Rosa, your cousin got you a joke gift that could be perceived as thoughtless. What did he get you? I actually got a toilet brush uh, scrubber. It was an ongoing joke between me and my cousin, and he always said that I was going to come over to clean his toilet, and, you know, it was just a joke, so he actually bought that and wrapped it and gave it to me as Christmas present. Amber and Tanner On Demand, available on the Froggy 92.9 app, froggy929.com, and Saturday mornings on the radio. It's Amber and Tanner, anywhere, anytime, only on Froggy 92.9. Which country star should replace Blake Shelton on The Voice? This is God. 
So this will be the last season. Blake Shelton will be a judge on the show, which makes me a little bit sad. Why is Blake Shelton stepping away? When did he know? Blake actually said in a statement, I made the decision to leave The Voice probably a couple of years ago. Then it was just actually doing it. I knew it was time. I knew that I needed to take a step back. It had completely taken over my life. And I get it. Blake's newly married to Gwen Stefani, wants to enjoy his life a little bit. And rumor is, is that Luke Bryan might actually be stepping away from American Idol for the same exact reason. Not that he's married to Gwen Stefani, but he wants to enjoy his life a little bit. But Blake actually has an idea for who he wants to replace him on the next season. He said, y'all know that next spring, The Voice season 23 will be my last. So I'd like to throw Neil McCoy's hat in the ring as my replacement. Can I get an amen? And if you're not familiar with Neil McCoy, you might know him from some of these songs. And Taste the Country actually did a poll to find out who should be Blake Shelton's replacement on The Voice. And here are the results. At number three, it's Darius Rucker. At number two, Carrie Underwood. And the number one pick for who should replace Blake Shelton on The Voice is none other than Brad Paisley. And I love Brad Paisley, and I think he would absolutely be perfect. He's funny. He co-hosted the CMAs for over a decade, and he's incredibly talented. What do you think? Who should represent country music on NBC's The Voice? Amber and Tanner on demand on Froggy 92.9. I'm getting drunk on a plane. I'm just sitting out here watching airplanes. Many of us are traveling for the holidays and me included. I'm taking off from Sonoma County back home to Seattle on the 21st, but I am expecting a holiday rush at the airport. What are your airplane or airport pet peeves? Does it annoy you when people on a plane stand up in the aisle before it's their turn to get off? 63% of people said yes in a new poll. 41% of people find it annoying if people clap (laughs) when the plane lands without crashing, but neither of those things made the top five airline pet peeves. At number five, people who crowd the gate before it's time to board. And number four, people who stand on moving walkways so you can't really get by. You don't have to stop walking on those things, but if you do, move to the right. And number three, when people are rude to airport staff and flight attendants. And number two, at the on the list of airline pet peeves, line cutting. That includes people who try to cut a check-in and at the gate. And number one, the most annoying airline thing that you can do is when the person behind you kicks your seat. I actually hate it when people try to cut in line once your flight lands. People stand up, try to sneak in front of other people with their carry-on. Just wait in line. Stop trying to stampede over everybody. It's just an extra minute. All right, now my blood pressure is going up. (laughs) D from Marin County, you actually witnessed somebody be removed from an airplane because they were rude. D, what happened? The gentleman that was sitting next to me He reclined his seat on an airplane before we took off because there was some issues and he wanted to sleep a little bit. The gentleman behind him complained about the seat touching his knees. And so he called the stewardess over, or the flight attendant, and they they told the gentleman, you need to raise your seat. And he said, no, why do you have these able to recline if you can't recline in them? And they said, sorry, sir, but you need to raise up your seat because it's touching his knees and everybody deserves to have a comfortable flying experience. He said no and started yelling at the flight attendant and they actually got security and removed him from the plane. Amber and Tanner on demand on Froggy 92.9. 
Froggy 92.9, it's time for Amber and Tanner in the Mornings Put on a Smile. Pen pals of nearly 84 years recently celebrated their 100th birthdays together with their first video call. And on top of that, the two friends are an ocean apart. One lives in Texas and the other one in the UK. So here's a little piece of the birthday conversation that Celesta and Jeff had right over Zoom. It's nice to hear your voice. Yes, you look very well and you still got getting out for walks well so long as so long as it's a seat nearby where i can plop <laughs> <laughs> keep the emails flowing Gonna flip over to page two, five-year-old veteran George Dowling from Rhode Island has received thousands of Christmas cards from thankful people across the globe. The kind gestures began after his grandfather posted the following on social media all the way back in 2014. Please send my father a Christmas card. George's family turned the request into an annual tradition after he quickly received 500 cards in the first three days. They continue to be overwhelmed by the outpouring of love shown in the cards every single year. George's daughter, Brito, says, quote, My daughter came home and she said, Mom, Poppy, I think it's going viral. I said, I don't know what that means. So when she explained it to me, and at that point, she told me there were 39,000 people. It just blew up. I never expected anything like this at all. On Demand on Froggy 92.9. This year, we here on the show are participating in the 14th annual Charlie Brown Christmas Tree Grove in Old Downtown Windsor. So you can go to Old Downtown Windsor. Amber and I have a tree. Make sure to scope it out. Take a look at it. Take a picture if you want and send it to us. We'll repost it at Amber and Tanner in the morning on Facebook and Instagram. And yes, we got to decorate our own tree. We needed your help and we're taking submissions still to honor veterans in Sonoma County. Uh, so if you have a veteran in your life that you'd like to honor, please Fill out the form on froggy929.com. All we need is a name, a branch of military service, a city, and if you want to add a little additional note about them and why they're special to you, you can include that too. The time to submit for the tree has expired, but we are still sharing your stories on social media and right here on the show. And these are the types of stories that we're looking for. We're going to share a story from John. He wanted to nominate his grandfather, Peter. John says, my grandfather, Peter, was a radio man for the U.S. Navy, specifically in World War II in the Pacific Ocean. My grandfather told me and other relatives about his shipmates and all the trips to international datelines and other stories. Thank you so much for sharing your story, John. We appreciate it. More than you know, again, you can submit a veteran in your life right now at froggy929.com. It's Amber and Tanner. The best of the week, right now on Froggy 92.9. I turn on my computer and my breath catches till I hear. You've got mail. Have you had online dating? Within one hour, you'll each have 20 dates. Don't be jealous that I've been chatting online with babes all day. 
<laughs> Don't be jealous, but you've been chatting online with hot babes all day. Uh, Facebook's parent company, Meta, is using new technology to verify everybody's age on Facebook dating. So no one under 18 will be allowed to join the dating service. And the dating app software actually checks a person's ID in order to validate their age. And I know something similar is like this on Tinder. You can scan your ID and be officially verified. And the new technology is also designed to prevent people from lying about their age. Have you ever been catfished? Catfishing is when someone sets up a fake online profile to trick people who are looking for love, usually to get money out of them or just trying to find a connection, even though they're not presenting their true self. So I've been on Tinder before, I'm not gonna lie. Thankfully, it was a good experience. However, my friend Alden, on the other hand, who I love dearly, had an online relationship with a girl from Minnesota. We were all suspicious. And when she came to visit, she was a totally different person. It was kind of an I told you so moment for sure, but I also felt really bad for my friend. Um, <laughs> it, it really messed him up for a long time, but it just goes to show you got to be careful when you're dating online, when you're meeting people online and all that stuff. Lauren from Petaluma, you were telling me off the air that this happened to you too. What is your story? I was talking to a guy online and he said that he was like two years older than me. And at the time he would have been like 27. So I'm looking at his profile and I'm mm -hmm. like, ooh, it looks really, really good. Yeah. And then we met up for dinner and I was searching the restaurant. I literally could not find this guy. Weird. And then this man who did not fit the profile came up to me and he was like, hey. And I was like, uh, hi, sorry, I'm looking for someone. He was like, no, I know who you're looking for. It's me. And he goes, my pictures are a little old. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to be talking to Alice. Alice has been dealing with a rodent problem at her house, and Barry Martindale is going to say the pest company can't do anything because the rat is an endangered species. Hello. Hi, is this Alice? Yes. My name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling out of Katati. Um, I've had one of my clients, which is a local pest company, reach out to me about your home. Yes, what about my home? I understand you've been having a bit of a rodent issue. You have some rats? Yes. I want to let you know that the pest company has called me, because this is my jurisdiction, to inform you that they cannot handle your rodent issue. <laughs> What's the problem? The specific problem is that the rats that are in your home are an endangered species. And the specific rat, it's called a, it's called a narsupial denant rodent, is native to Sonoma County. And I, I'm sorry to inform you, you're just going to have to learn to deal with them. Oh, um, are, what? Are you kidding me right now? I've never heard of this in my life, and I've seen them before, and they look like normal rats. I, I can assure you the narsupial denant rodent is uh, a very rare species, and... Uh, Are you telling me that I have to move out, or... Well... I, I'm so confused. Well, you're just going to have to learn to deal with the rats. It's either deal with the rats because you cannot exterminate them, or you're going to have to look into other options. We're in America. And these are just rats. Um, we could bring this well, to civil court if you'd like, because I'm sorry, you can't do anything about the rats. Yes, I think I think I would like to speak to a lawyer that is not also a rat specialist. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. What? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale.
on Froggy 92.9. Froggy 92.9 presents Amber Gets Married. Brought to you by Flying Cloud Farm in Petaluma, Sonoma County's premier wedding venue. Every week, Amber, Jeanette, and Julia discuss the trials, tribulations, and highlights of being a modern-day bride. And all that comes with planning a wedding right here in Sonoma County. Please welcome Flying Cloud owners Jeanette and Julia and Amber from Amber and Tanner in the Morning on Froggy 92.9. Julia, welcome back. So you were telling me that those last six weeks of wedding planning are absolutely crucial. Nose to the grindstone. Have to get everything done. Have to get everything ready. Are those stressful times for brides? I think it can be, but it's also the fun time because that's when we're also going to do your rental orders. We rent your linens, glassware, silverware, and china. That's something that we manage. So you get to make all those selections at the six-week point, and you get to see everything come together before. It's kind of, you know, you have this dealt with with the caterer. You have something else dealt with with the florist. And at that point, you get to see it all come together. And I feel like all the pieces form the puzzle, and you can see it. We're going to type it out for you so you're going to see it and feel like it's actually organized and I think it can be stressful at times but um, we're a lot more hands-on at the six-week out point so you'll have a lot of guided support to make sure that everything is going smoothly and we're not going to let anything fall through the cracks for you so if you haven't thought about it we're going to ask you about it and (laughs) and it all gets worked out so it's a really fun time okay and it also depends on what type of bride you are you know you have your type a brides and brides that you know have trouble making decisions i feel like that maybe that might be something i might run into i might have trouble making decisions but you said you guys are there like yeah and we can guide you too i know some people have a hard time with thinking about how the linens are going to look together and yeah so we can kind of give you helpful tips you know if you really are unsure we can show you some pictures of ways they've been set up before wow we have a lot of different setup pictures that we can reference so you can get a really good idea setup wise what things are going to look like um so the visuals are super helpful when it comes to the decision okay making process but that makes sense yeah we would be there to make sure that you know whether you're type a or you're undecisive we'll make sure that we'll help you Listen to Amber Gets Married every week live on Amber and Tanner in the Morning on Froggy929.com and wherever you listen to podcasts. What is something that you learned this year? It can be anything. Here is Thomas Rent with the biggest lesson that he learned in 2022. Half of me wants a cold beer. Yeah, that's a cold heart. Before I had kids, I was kind of unstoppable. Like, I could go on the road and write all day long, do the show, hang out till 4 o'clock in the morning, wake up, do it all again. And then this year, it kind of got the best of me a little bit. I think I tried to pack way too much into a three-day run, whereas next year, I think I'm going to at least try to compartmentalize all my different job flows. Like, if we're going to write, let's just write. If we're going to play shows, let's make sure that the show is the focus. And if we're going to be dad, let's make sure that being dad is the focus and not try to do it all at the same time. I think that's the biggest thing I learned this year. Ain't it funny how life changes As you wake up, ain't nothing the same And life changes Life is about balance, right? I love what Thomas said. You really can't do everything and your priorities have to adjust the more your life changes. And the biggest lesson I had in 2022 was, man, you got to take care of yourself. I used to just burn myself at both ends because I had to do this, I had to do that, I had to party and have a life, I had to work, and then I would burn myself out, crash, and wonder, what is happening to me? You know, and in 2022, I started prioritizing sleep, 
I cut my caffeine intake in half. You know, I'm getting off the energy drinks and the mountain of soda that I would drink every single day. And I started riding my bike. Thanks to our friends at Windsor Bike and Sport. Wink. <laughs> no, but all in, in, uh, to be serious, it has changed my life. And I'm so thankful for that. And I hope in 2023 that I can do more with my fitness because I'm 26 years old and I got high blood pressure. I got to get that under control. We are talking about big lessons from 2022. And here's what she said on the Froggy Facebook page. Amy from Santa Rosa said, patience and to not care what other people think, to allow other people to hide their opinions and validate them, but to respect my boundaries to politely validate their opinion, but not have to take it. Sean from Runner Park said, value other people's views and opinions. We don't always have to agree, but I do enjoy listening to other people's opinions. And James from Petaluma said four simple words, and I love this. James said, I am worth it. On the radio and in your pocket. Download Amber and Tanner on demand right now on your favorite podcast app. Amber and Tanner, Sonoma County's number one morning show. Only on Froggy 92.9. What is something that is criminally overpriced? I was doing some holiday shopping and specifically I was looking at holiday decorations. Is it just me? or a holiday decorations criminally overpriced this year. I mean, I love the holidays, don't get me wrong, and I'm always gonna ball out. However, $18 for one ornament? Do you guys think I blow my nose and a $100 bill comes out? <laughs> Reality check, that's not what happens at all. By the way, all trees are gonna be more expensive this year. There's a shortage on natural Christmas trees, and because of that, Prices of artificial trees are even going through the roof. It's insane. What is something that you believe is criminally overpriced? Getting some responses on our Amber and Tanner in the Morning Facebook page right now. Let's see what you said. Robin from Runner Park said, Weddings. I'm trying to plan my wedding and the venues are too much and the caterers are crazy. Whenever they put the word wedding, they add a few zeros. And I know Amber's on vacation right now, by the way. That's why you're just hearing me talk. But she's planning a wedding right now, and the expenses that come with the wedding is crazy. Also, my brother is working to get married right now, and the price of everything, absolutely insane. If you're dealing with, uh, not dealing, but if you're planning a wedding right now, my thoughts and prayers are with you. Joni from Santa Rosa said, diapers and toilet paper. You buy it just to throw it away. That's a great point. And most of the responses on our Facebook page, again, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning, simply say one word, California. Now ain't that the truth? Amber and Tanner on demand. Every Saturday morning starting at 6 a.m. Want even more? Listen on your favorite podcast platform now, including the Froggy 92.9 app. Does your family have a hilariously odd holiday tradition that no other family has? What is it? Well, Blake Shelton. Don't want to scoot the boots of nobody. Get straight tequila drunk on nobody. Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani were doing an interview with Southern Living Magazine when Blake revealed that Gwen and her children have an odd Christmas tradition. 
Blake said one of the craziest things that I learned about you and your family as far as holiday traditions go is the wrapping paper wall that the kids run through. And I'm not kidding. When I talk about how serious this is to the Stefanis, I've never known you to take anything more serious when it comes to a party type thing than this wrapping paper wall that they run through. And I think that's really fun. Maybe you can add that to your holiday tradition every single year. <laughs> I might do it. You know, it's just my girlfriend and I and our cats at home. But hey, you never know. We can have a party, right? So the oddest holiday decoration that I've ever seen. So I dated a girl once and her family had an annual eggnog chuggy, chugging competition. And if you know me, you know I can throw down some eggnog. <laughs> I won back to back for four years straight. <laughs> and I was called the eggnog king of the family. And probably the best thing to come out of the relationship was the eggnog competition. There was even a trophy given out every single year. And when we broke up, I had to give it back. Even though I was the champion, I had to give my trophy back. Uh, Hannah from Petaluma, what is your family's annual holiday tradition? Um, we had an egg toss, and all of the family would line up, and everybody had a partner. Cool. And most of the eggs were hard-boiled, but you didn't know which ones were and which ones weren't. And so you had to do an egg toss, assuming that the egg that you were throwing was going to be the one that broke. Yeah. And somebody in their pretty dress always ended up getting splattered with a raw egg. 